0: Welcome to the Teachers on Fire podcast. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and today I want to bring you another Spark episode intended to spark your thinking and ignite your practice. These short episodes are based on my written reflections, which you can find on the Teachers on Fire magazine at medium.com. Today's Spark is titled, 29 Essential Quotes from the War of Art. I've had creative passions for as long as I can remember. I'll never forget the gift that Mr. Bergen, my 8th grade teacher, gave me simply by letting me post my self-written and home-printed newspaper editions on the class bulletin board. What I would give to read those articles now. It's only been in recent years, however, that I've started to reckon more thoughtfully with creative work as a core aspect of my identity, values, and mission as an educator. Whether it's writing, podcasting, live streaming, or recording drone footage, content creation and contributions to the thinking of others add so much joy, meaning, and impact in my personal life and professional practice. If you're a classroom teacher, you're already creating daily. You're designing, improvising, and building learning experiences that matter. You're constantly iterating, thinking about your craft, and finding ways to improve outcomes. These creative activities form the core of our calling as educators. But I'm also interested in the sorts of creative work that we don't have to do. The activities that don't fall under contractual obligation. The things that many of us only dream of doing one day. I could go on and on about the benefits of creative work in terms of what it adds to our personal and professional lives, but if you're an educator, you likely get that already. The difficult part of creative work isn't the idea of it, it's the doing. I think many educators and fans of creative work find themselves in this camp. I'll start writing once life settles down a bit, they tell themselves. I'll start the podcast once I'm ready to do it right. That's where Stephen Pressfield's War of Art comes in. Pressfield describes creative work in terms of battle. It's your creative self versus resistance. All the combined forces of everything that coalesces to scare you, slow you, and prevent you from doing the work that you were called to do as a creative being. To overcome resistance, Pressfield argues, you must become a professional. This battlefield is a place where the dreams of amateurs go to die. It takes the mindset of a professional, the view that this too is work we must do to overcome the mountains of adversity and obstacles that must be overcome to create and contribute consistently. The quotes you're about to read moved me deeply as I read this book in early 2021. They inspired me, provoked me, and pushed me, and they continue to do so as I reflect on them again. If you have yet to pick up your copy of The War of Art, I highly recommend doing so. Pressfield's voice is tough, gritty, and truthful. Let him propel you to new creative journeys. 29 Essential Quotes from The War of Art. There's a secret that real writers know that wannabe writers don't. And the secret is this. It's not the writing part that's hard. What's hard is sitting down to write. What keeps us from sitting down is resistance. Most of us have two lives, the life we live and the unlived life within us. Between the two stands resistance. To yield to resistance deforms our spirit. It stunts us and makes us less than we are and were born to be. If you believe in God, and I do, you must declare resistance evil, for it prevents us from achieving the life God intended when he endowed each of us with our own unique genius. As powerful as is our soul's call to realization, so potent are the forces of resistance arrayed against it. The warrior and the artist live by the same code of necessity, which dictates that the battle must be fought anew every day. The most pernicious aspect of procrastination is that it can become a habit. We don't just put off our lives today. We put them off till our deathbed. The working artist will not tolerate trouble in her life because she knows trouble prevents her from doing her work. The working artist banishes from her world all sources of trouble. She harnesses the urge for trouble and transforms it in her work. Casting yourself as a victim is the antithesis of doing your work. The humanist believes that humankind as individuals is called upon to co-create the world with God. This is why he values human life so highly. In his view, Things do progress. Life does evolve. Each individual has value, at least potentially, in advancing this cause. If you find yourself criticizing other people, you're probably doing it out of resistance. When we see others beginning to live their authentic selves, it drives us crazy if we have not lived out our own. Fear is good. Like self-doubt, fear is an indicator. Fear tells us what we have to do. Remember our rule of thumb. The more scared we are of a work or calling, the more sure we can be that we have to do it. The professional tackles the project that will make him stretch. He takes on the assignment that will bear him into uncharted waters, compel him to explore unconscious parts of himself. Is he scared? Hell yes. He's petrified. The professional concentrates on the work and allows rewards to come or not come, whatever they like. The part we create from can't be touched by anything our parents did or society did. That part is unsullied, uncorrupted, soundproof, waterproof, and bulletproof. In fact, the more troubles we've got, the better and richer that part becomes. I'm keenly aware of the principle of priority, which states a you must know the difference between what is urgent and what is important, and b you must do what's important first. If we show our poem to our friend and our friend says, it's wonderful, I love it. That's not real-world feedback, that's our friend being nice to us. Nothing is as empowering as real-world validation, even if it's for failure. The amateur believes he must first overcome his fear, then he can do his work. The professional knows that fear can never be overcome. He knows there is no such thing as a fearless warrior or a dread-free artist. The professional knows that resistance is like a telemarketer. If you so much as say hello, you're finished. The pro doesn't even pick up the phone. He stays at work. The professional prepares mentally to absorb blows and to deliver them. His aim is to take what the day gives him. He is prepared to be prudent and prepared to be reckless, to take a beating when he has to, and to go for the throat when he can. The professional loves her work. She is invested in it wholeheartedly, but she does not forget that the work is not her. The professional cannot allow the actions of others to define his reality. Tomorrow morning, the critic will be gone, but the writer will still be there, facing the blank page. The critic hates most that which he would have done himself if he had the guts. The most important thing about art is to work. Nothing else matters except sitting down every day and trying. We're all creative. We all have the same psyche. The same everyday miracles are happening in all our heads, day by day, minute by minute. We fear discovering that we are more than we think we are. For the artist to define himself hierarchically is fatal. If Arnold Schwarzenegger were the last man on Earth, he'd still go to the gym. Stevie Wonder would still pound the piano. The sustenance they get comes from the act itself, not from the impression it makes on others. Are you a born writer? Were you put on Earth to be a painter, a scientist, an apostle of peace? In the end, the question can only be answered by action do it or don't do it. Creative work is not a selfish act or a bid for attention on the part of the actor. It's a gift to the world and every being in it. Don't cheat us of your contribution. Give us what you've got. Those were 29 essential quotes from Stephen Pressfield, The War of Art. And now I return to some of my own concluding thoughts. No matter who you are or where you find yourself, know that you are a creative being. Your family, friends, colleagues and students will benefit from your contributions as you create and share your voice. The world waits to see your work while resistance seeks your silence. I hope you found courage and conviction in these quotes from Stephen Pressfield and I wish you well in your personal war of art. My name is Tim Cavey and I'm proud to contribute to the Education Conversation through the Teachers on Fire podcast. I'll invite you to join me live on the Teachers on Fire YouTube channel every Saturday morning for conversations with inspiring educators that will warm your heart, spark your thinking, and ignite your professional practice. These discussions are a ton of fun, partly because I can display your comments on screen during the broadcast. If you haven't taken part in the roundtable, check it out on YouTube next Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Central, and 11 a.m. Eastern. Thanks again for listening to this Spark episode. In these challenging times, take care, share an encouraging message to lift up a colleague, and keep that fire for learning, burning bright.